Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast, a show where I, John, and my buddy, Sean, Ayo. are your flight attendants through streaming service original pilot episodes. Uh, this week, we've got a new streaming service for the pod, HBO Max, uh, and we are dipping into the uh, recent... 2020 2021 drama with a touch of comedy with a touch of murder uh the flight attendant or is it murder who knows who Uh, knows yes the flight attendant uh one of the one of the few um opening shows for the the platform i know hbo max has a ton but one of the first originals that dropped on the platform and uh, I think we're very excited to get into this one because there's a ton to talk about. Sean, you wanted to watch this show. What was your uh, previous uh, thoughts or ideas of the show before we watched it? Um, I didn't really have much thoughts going in before we watched it, but based off of like the opening scene, how it was just like her binging drinks in different cities, I thought it was just going to be like that. And it was just going to mm-hmm. be, like, her adventures in, like, different cities. And then it took quite the turn. And oh, I was no. like, okay, this is not what I was expecting. Yes. Quite a different, more serious turn. This is not uh, Emily in Paris or whatever the heck that <laughs> show was that I never watched. This is uh, this is a bit grittier. And um, it's it's a lot like a, uh, I don't know, I, it felt a lot like a, like a movie to me. Yeah, I guess you could uh, say that. For sure. So, Sean, you, you've had... We haven't done anything on HBO Max. You've you've had HBO Max for a little while. Yeah. Um, you extended... You graciously extended your uh, credentials my way, but I found out that uh, given that my, my parents have HBO Max, I was able oh, to, uh, to use... Or I guess they have HBO. They pay for HBO uh, through cable, so I was able to use theirs cool um for the app but uh have you dipped into anything else on the platform or is there anything else you're excited about um i don't know original wise but Mm. it's nice having the um it's nice having the movies that like would normally come out in the theaters they a lot of them come out on hbo max yeah for example the justice league Mm-hmm. Um, I plan Snyder on, cut. I plan on watching that. I've been hearing a lot of mixed things. Uh, yeah. I've been binging Sopranos because nice. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, Liz is obsessed with Euphoria. That's like one of her favorite shows ever. That's, That's an HBO the Z- original. Zendaya show, right? Yeah. Cool. And uh, of course, we had to watch the Tom and Jerry movie. Oh, did you watch the Tom and Jerry? Movie? Oh yeah. Any good? It's Tom and Jerry movie. That's, okay. all, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> Alright. Is um is Spike in it, the dog? Oh hell yeah. Alright. Then I'm in. Yes. I'm in. <laughs> and also they have the Studio Ghibli movies, which is an that, added bonus. That is a good good point. I forgot about that. Yeah, I have to really explore the app. I, I've I only signed up for it this morning and uh we just watched the show, so I haven't had too much time, but I do like that um 
this is, sets itself apart a little bit by giving you access to some of those movies the same weekend they would release in in theater. And given that we're still stuck at home, um, I guess good on you, HBO, even though you're a uh, multi-billion dollar company and uh, you know how we feel about that. But uh, without any further ado, why don't we start digging into The Flight Attendant. Hell yeah. So we'll start off with our Kowalski analysis report, which is uh, where we go through some of the characters that we've seen uh, in this first episode. There's a uh, there's a few to touch on, uh, a few that are more important than others, at least in this first episode. But down the road, there are a lot of characters who may have only appeared once or twice on our screens in this particular episode, but are definitely going to be more important. But Sean, why don't you start us off? Who's our uh, who's our main character here? Main character is played by the wonderful Kaylee Kuoko, mm-hmm. and in this show, her name is Cassie Bowden. Cassie. Uh, main character. Her job is the title of the show, a flight attendant. Correct. Um, I don't want to get into too much detail about what happens in the episode yet, but um, her personality trait. She mm-hmm. drinks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a little too yeah, much. We kind, a, uh... Yeah, we kind of learn along the way that it was because uh, of her dad. And mm-hmm. I, she has flashbacks of, like, uh, I think when she had her first drink with her dad while he was hunting. Yeah. While they were hunting. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where it all started. But Yeah, and she was, like, uh, she was like 10 or 12. Yeah, something I don't like know. that. Very young. Too young to be, be drinking, and that is ultimately what's put her in this situation in life where she consumes copious amounts of alcohol which we see in the several montages that this <laughs> show has and um, now that i am thinking about it i am writing mm-hmm. down a prediction oh he's got one okay oh while you write that prediction i'll, I'll introduce um our uh spoiler alert murdered man uh you're it's it's not that big of a spoiler it happens 10 minutes into the yeah. show um Alex Sokolov is a, a person who's uh, flying on one of the flights that um, Cassie is attending. He sits in uh, C3 or 3C or whatever, and uh, they sort of hit it off. Uh, she, they, they make out in the bathroom or whatever, and then he like gives her a number and, and says, uh, you know, if you want to see me after the flight, you can do that. Um, and she goes and hangs out with this guy who likes the book Crime and Punishment. Um, and she wakes up and he's dead. And that's like really all we, we know about the guy in this first episode. But, um, he's an American despite his, um, despite his name, you know, suggesting some anywhere else. But, uh, he... Uh, has some money probably he's sitting in first class and he yeah. is flying to bangkok so who the heck knows but he's sort of our um our ghostly helper i guess to guide cassie to figure out what the heck happened the night that he was murdered because she has continued flashbacks back to the room where he was dead on the bed and he will talk to her um from the dead bed with his throat slit um, and it's kind of goofy, but that's sort of the uh, all we know about him. Who else do we have? Let's <laughs> see. Uh, how about the other flight attendants? Yes. 
first we have uh let's start with megan briscoe got it so megan briscoe she referred to herself as cassie's best friend i don't Mm -hmm. know how true that is question mark um there was also shane evans Mm -hmm. uh we didn't really get much from him but comic relief yeah Comic, comic relief through and through he's a funny guy and that's that's it that's all we really know about shane and then there was also where is she jada harris yes who Who... hates cassie for a reason that we don't know yet true there's uh there's an element of uh distaste between the (gasps) two of them prediction and he's got a he's got a hot prediction and then i i think there's another uh i don't know if he's a flight attendant maybe he was the pilot um, yeah, I think so. Nate, I believe that's Nate on this character list. Let me see. Um, just a guy who's kind of obsessed yeah. with Cassie, or, or has like, you know, trying. He's trying to to romance her with his his winks. He winks at her several times, and uh, she has a a scene with him uh, later on in a hotel in Seoul. But uh, that's kind of all we know about him. Uh, they have, they have a past relationship, or at least they, they, you know, went at it one night in Seoul last summer. He says, "Yeah, when she was um, drunk, of course." When she was drunk, and uh, that's all we really know about Nate. So those are our flight attendants and our uh, assumed pilot. Uh, who else do we have? How about the people that she talks to on the phone? Oh yeah. Uh, Davy, Davy Bowden. I'm assuming yes. that's her brother. Yes, that would be her brother. Uh, in the beginning of the episode, there is a side by side conversation where uh, Davy's in his kitchen with his kids and Kate, uh, not Kaylee, Casey, um, just got home from a night of drinking and she was trying to get her wits together. And it was like a side-by-side picture, and he was in his fridge, and it's fully stocked. It's got everything, and then she's just mm-hmm. got, like, pickles, and that's about <laughs> it. Just pickles and Diet Coke. So it's just showing, like, the comparison of how, like, he's completely put together, and she doesn't really have much uh-huh. of her life together. Yeah. Now, there were a number of good scenes where she would be doing something, and then the screen would shrink to, like, a widescreen, prop up a second screen to her left or her right yeah um and it would be davy calling her uh there's a part where she's trying to clean the apartment and it it immediately pops in a a window of him cleaning his stove and yeah just as you said good little parallels between her and her brother through this uh through these visuals which um i'll say we're you know how why I felt like it was a movie because of the way that the the shots changed from one full screen to a bunch of chopped up rectangles throughout the screen to do like either side by sides for phone calls or um, montages and and stuff like that. So do you like that? I did, I did, I liked it a lot, and that was gonna be on my my like list. So I'll I'll talk Whoops. maybe more about it later. I don't I don't know who knows, but. Shot well. There are a couple more folks. We, uh, uh, I don't, I think it's her lawyer? 
Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's her lawyer or if she is was previously with this person. But her name um, is Annie Moradian. Yeah. Yes. Moradian or Moradian or something I like don't that. Know. But she is a lawyer. And uh, Cassie calls her twice throughout the episode. She picks up once. Yes, to tr- the first uh, time. This is right after uh, Cassie woke up next to Alex Sokolov's dead body, and she was just like panicking. And she she called Annie, like asking about the whole Amanda Knox <laughs> thing, and it was like, "Hey, did Amanda Knox call the police?" And then she was like, "Uh, no." And then. Cassie just hung up, and then later on in the episode, she calls her back, and no answer, because I think she's, like, having a meeting or something. Uh, that was the, the biggest, uh, the biggest what-the-heck-is-happening-here scene uh, the second time she calls Annie, uh, because oh, there's yeah. a guy at the dock who is unnamed, some old man, who says, hey, uh, hotshot lawyer, hey, really good lawyer... Uh, you're needed over here, and then there it just like pans to his hand being bloody. Yeah. What the hell's that? But uh, <laughs> apparently she's a really good lawyer, and maybe she helps people get out of murders, which I can only assume is going to help uh, our main <laughs> character down the road. But that's all we really know about Annie at this point. Huh. Also, note that uh, the pilot Nate. Mm-hmm. He's only in two episodes, so I guess okay. I guess he's just like not that important. He was just the no. pilot for like that one flight, I guess, or I don't know. He needed to have, I don't know. Th- this show, this show, it tries to be funny and succeeds in being funny. I would say um, with some of the the chemistry between the characters, but I think he's just there to. He's I don't like know, a, for kind that. of a filler. Yeah. He's he's a filler so that she has somebody to talk to that's not the other flight attendants. Yeah. Uh, when because they have to talk to the authorities later on. Speaking of which, uh, there are two important cops at least for the time being uh, that we should mention. Uh, there's Kim Hammond and Van White, who once the plane arrives in New York, which is where. Uh, Cassie's from they're asked because the whole the, the whole world knows about the murder of Alex Sokolov by the time they leave Bangkok and land in Seoul and then they leave Seoul and they go to New York and by the time they land in New York they're like okay well he was on this plane with these flight attendants we need to talk to them so these are probably going to be our two uh, FBI agents who are following the uh following the case and unlike lupon last week or uh the last time we we watched that finished it uh hey (laughs) good on you but unlike that we're actually going to meet these uh police a little bit more know them by name a little bit better than they were introduced in uh in lupon yeah so those are our assumed cops who are going to be trying to piece the puzzle together about how alex died and why Cassie was there because Cassie was there and she can't really get out of it with a lie unless that's what she does because who knows um I think we're ready to, to sum it up yes sum let's try and let's like do our, pieces our together summaries um 
I'm just going to do the bare minimum, and then you fill it in. Absolutely. So, flight attendant, it's about a flight attendant, Cassie Bowden. She is a, I wouldn't say struggling, uh, I don't know, would you say she's struggling? In like, in, so, case, in some it, ways, like... Fi- financially, no. Um, like since she's emotionally, just all over the place. Yeah, I, I mean, she's struggling with alcoholism. Well, so all right, yeah, you can put it that way. Um, Cassie Bowden, I guess you could say she's on the verge of alcoholism. Uh, she is a flight attendant that's always all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. She has the same. She works with the same other flight attendants, um, Jada, uh, Megan, and Shane. I think that's just those three, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, where were they traveling to where the murder happened? Bangkok. Okay. So this episode, uh, they are attending a flight to Bangkok. Uh, mm-hmm. On the flight, Cassie encounters... Alex Sokolov, who was making eyes at her throughout the flight. Uh, he brought her a drink. They started to become a part of the Mile High Club, but shortly got distracted. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, once they land, Alex is like, Hey, here's my card. You can break the rules and come meet me in my hotel. And, um... Of course she does. She, she does, yeah. She has a night with him. Uh, yeah. And then the next morning... Uh, Alex is bye-bye. He got his throat cut somehow in bed. Yeah. And Cassie can't recall anything that happened. Except for throughout the episode, like, things are shortly coming back to her. Kinda. But very slowly. Um, after that, it's, um, just a matter of panic for Cassie. She tries to start to clean some blood up. There was a mm. lot of blood. Um, yeah. For good reason, because it was from his throat. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she tries to call her lawyer, asks the funny jokes about Amanda Knox, um, and then <laughs> she flees. Where does she go first after the hotel? Well, she was in his hotel, and then she went yeah. to her hotel, uh, where her and the other flight attendants were all staying. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then I think it was just time for, like, the flight attendants to leave. Mm-hmm. And then, Gotta go to the airport. Yeah, and then once they end up back on their flight, in the middle of the flight, they get a call. They're like, yeah, the uh, authorities are going to want to talk to us at gate B31 because a guy was murdered and we he was on our flight, so we had to be questioned. And then yep. Cassie is obviously very, 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 very paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um. And then she tries to avoid gate B31, but then she gets caught trying to flee it. And well, that's in New York. Oh. Remember, there's a whole... There, that's that's back when they're in Am America. There's something? the whole situation in Seoul where she's in the hotel, she gets the ice, and she goes oh, to I completely, hang out with the guy. Okay, yeah, I got my sequence of events mixed up. That's cool, that's cool. What? You just, I mean, you still had it, so... What happened in... Was it just, like, that whole ice thing? Well, I mean, yeah, there was 
when she was in Seoul, and then she was in her hotel room there, and then she had, like, the mini vodka bottles, and she was mm-hmm. getting drunk off of those, and then she was having the flashbacks of yes. uh, the whole thing with her dad, where she had her first drink when she was, like, 10 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she went to go... When she was drunk alone, she was talking to herself, and she was saying that she wanted to go get ice, but then she yes. talked to herself, and she was saying, I don't really need ice, I just need somebody to be with. And then she went to get ice anyway, and she ran into Nate, the pilot. Right. And Nate was just leaving the gym, and he was like, hey, you want to come back to my room? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, then after that, she started hallucinating. She saw a picture of a praying yes. mantis move. Mm-hmm. Move. Yeah, and, like, look at her. Yeah. Um... It scares her, and she drops her ice, and she freaks out, and, and, and Nate, away. who was cleaning his room, was like, are you okay? She <laughs> spilled her ice, and she's like, I gotta get out of here. The mantis was talking to me, and, and she runs down the hall back to her room. Was that pretty much the end of Soul? Well, the key thing, the other, another key thing that happens in Soul, when, after she's freaking out about seeing that mantis, is she goes into her wallet to get money for is gone. Megan. Yes, Megan got her food. She goes into her wallet to try to get money for Megan, who's outside of her door. She's not going to let Megan in. Um, and then she realizes, yes, her ID yep. is missing. And she also has the copy of Crime and Punishment, which was Alex's. So she's got, like, a piece of him, and she's missing a piece of herself. And then she has another uh, flashback to the hotel room with Alex where he talks to her while he's dead, dead ghost Alex or he's yeah. like, I'm dead. And she's like, yeah, there's more here that you're, you're missing. Um, so she doesn't know where the heck her idea is. And that's probably the biggest thing of soul. And then she heads out. And now you, now we're up to, to date with the B 31 gate. And, um, another thing was, um, when she was talking to dead Alex, he was explained to her, her thoughts pretty much about how like you are already breaking the law like you tried to clean up the scene you didn't report anything you're in the wrong so mm-hmm. it, it's just like I don't know she's kind of screwed either way but yeah yeah um, yeah but then we end up at the B31 gate in America mm-hmm. and yep. uh the authorities are waiting for them she tries to make a beeline for the exit door and then the security guard's like nah 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 they need you here and then she was like oh I was just headed there and then Hmm. her fellow flight attendants were making fun of her like were you trying to escape or avoid this and she was like shut up but (laughs) she starts thinking to herself during the interview with the authorities they're like she she thinks that they're on to her, and it yes. doesn't really show her responding because she doesn't didn't know what to say to them. Because like no. she's like, "Are they on to me? Are they not?" Uh-huh. So that, the episode kind of stopped there, didn't it? Well, one one thing that did happen uh, because she she says or they ask her, you know, were you with Alex uh, after the yeah. flight? And because all the other flight attendants already talked uh, about uh, Cassie 
and said, you know, she they he she served him several drinks and they were flirting and all that stuff, yada yada. Uh, Jado especially was like laying it in, like, oh yeah, she was flirting heavy yeah. with this guy. Um, and it's when they ask her, were you with him after uh, the flight? And she's like, why would I? That she gets like ghost Alex whisper in her ear. Uh, they know you're lying, right? And then bang, flashback to the room again where he's dead in the bed, but now that his throat isn't slit and his, he's not covered in blood, and he gets out of the bed. She's like, how can you do that? She's like, I, this is, I'm just in your mind. I'm just in your brain. I can do whatever I want. Was... And she goes and pulls the curtains, and there's that two-way mirror. Between. Oh, yeah. She can see herself at the interview with, uh, with the cops. There was also the moment where Megan was going to say something. Yes. Like, she yes. was going to, like, tell the cops something, but then they mm-hmm. cut her off. Um, well, the script... Well, they cut us off. Cut us off, yeah. Yeah. She said, like, all right, listen. As yeah. if she knew more details of the situation. And uh, it's actually at the very end of the episode that Cassie remembers, oh, there was a third person there. Yeah. Uh, some third woman. That's a big detail. That's a humongous detail and something that we'll surely find out in the second episode. Uh, I think that honestly per- did it pretty pretty well mm-hmm. um, as far as the summary is concerned. I, I think, I mean, most of the stuff in between those, th- or I guess between those three major cities is a lot of her just being mega paranoid, thinking that yeah. everybody's watching her, that every siren, every police car is meant for her. Um, she hyperventilates a lot, uh, yeah. which is very stressful. And yeah, she's just going insane because she was so blackout drunk that she didn't know what happened, except she clearly knows enough with the, all these flashbacks that she's going to slowly piece it together. Um, and hopefully figure it out before she gets put in jail for all the bad things she did and uh, for murdering the guy, whether she did that or not. I've been meaning to check how many episodes it is. Looks like it got approved for a second season because there is a second season listed uh, on IMDb. There is eight episodes. Okay. So first season run of eight episodes, not bad. Not too long. Um, yeah, I, I, it's a, it was a pretty, pretty clean first, first episode, um, told the whole story. Let's talk about that intro. Dude, that intro. It was a little far in. Yes. So it was actually after she finds out that he's dead. Like she wakes up immediately after she's like, oh my God, he's dead. And then bang, open credits. I liked it. Like it was like it was like a, not. I don't want to say cartoonish. Yeah, but I it would was say. at the same time, and it, it mm. was weird, but it fit in a good way. Yeah, look up the um, look up the movie poster for Vertigo, and I think poster. yeah, it's similar in a way. Yeah, like kind of, kind of like that. Like a we like a lot of um just silhouettes and like two colors on the screen. Uh-huh. A lot there was a ton of imagery like um 
interesting. And now, and now that I'm thinking about it, there was like a a a woman with like a, a deer head, uh, with a a, a lug, pulling luggage behind her, which I guess is assumedly her. Um, and I guess I guess what it means is that she's like a dead woman walking because yeah. she's uh, she is currently the person that would be foremost framed for this this murder, whether she did it or not. Uh, there's a lot of other weird stuff, like big giant bunnies and uh, bullets hmm. and stuff that flies through. But yeah, very comic booky. Um, Definitely. Pretty pretty neat opening though. One of the one of the more original openings that I would say that I've seen in uh, in a long time. Anything else? Um. Outside of the show, not particularly. Um, I think it's a good time to go to likes and dislikes because I have a good amount of stuff that I liked. Let's go right into it. Why don't you? Why don't you hit me with what you liked? I also had a long list of likes and one, uh, one primary dislike that I sort of changed my mind on about halfway through. I thought the music in this show, mm-hmm. it, it was like so unique. And yeah. like, it, it felt really original, and I just liked the feel of it, and it just, like, matched the vibes. And, mm-hmm. like, when she... It's... So, for example, there's the one scene when she like, goes to buy a scarf, and she mm-hmm. wraps it around her head, and it's just, like, she's not talking or anything. She's just walking from, like, one mm-hmm. scene to the next or one place to the other. And there's just, like, that bass or whatever in the background, and, like, the the beat or I don't know what it is. And the piano, it was piano. It was a lot of piano. A lot of piano too. And it just like fit perfectly. And I, Uh, I I thought it sounded really good and I thought it fit Mm -hmm. perfectly. I completely agree. That was one of my, uh, one of my likes as well. They, they, they did a great job with, I guess, generating this like sense of urgency that she was experiencing through the, the music itself. And another thing I liked with the, was that there was no like, funky filter it wasn't like yellow or anything true it was just it just like looked good just clean yeah yeah clean how about you what do you got let's see well i i I like like i already mentioned i like the way that the screen broke up a lot especially in those uh montage sequences uh we don't spend too much time in um especially in let's say the first montage where she's in bangkok with alex and it's just them going from place to place to place. Um, she sees him for the first time there with like a really nice uh, car, and then it splits a picture of her, a picture of him, and the car, and then they drive away, and then it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, it was just a great, a great sequence to to do, or and a way, good way to do the montage, so that you could get a lot of information all at once. Um, and still have some questions about what you're seeing because I actually have a theory based on something that I saw in that montage. Um, Interesting. But it doesn't it doesn't focus on any conversation between the two uh, because that's all saved for flashbacks. Yeah. But you can just see a ton on the screen all at once in all these different windows, and it almost makes you want to go back and rewatch that montage to see if you missed anything because there's so many pieces of the puzzle uh, right there. But I thought. The way they did that, and especially with the side-by-side phone calls, uh, great. I'm glad we didn't get any damn text bubbles because I hate oh, that. Man. <laughs> and instead, we got good, 
talking windows for each person. So there was I, flashbacks, but it was acceptable because they were flashbacks just like, completely necessary. Here. Yeah. Um, I can't even, honestly. I can't really think of any dislikes. I had, I had one dislike. What is uh, it? And, and, and I guess better not be like nitpicky. Is it nitpicky? No, no, no. I wouldn't say nitpicky. Okay. I, I, I've seen this rehashed a couple times in in a couple of different shows. But like when a character's dead, yeah. and then like the main character flashes back, and the character who was dead is just like there, dead, and then just is, is like talking. You don't like that? I, I, I. It's not that I don't like it because I think this handles it fine but the yeah. first time that he's there all covered in blood and, and just is like talking he's like oh, i died huh yeah it, 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 like it's kind of annoying I get where played you're coming out from but i liked by the end because they did that same idea three times where she was back in the hotel talking to him um i like the whole reveal of her being outside of the situation viewing herself talking to the police with Alex there. Yeah. And I think that, you know, um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. If it's Michael or Michelle. Oh, yeah. Um, Huseman, the guy who plays Alex, it, he he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, like, it, without these scenes, he wouldn't be able to really act aside from in the other flashbacks. So yeah. I think it's cool for them to be able to figure this out together even though he's already dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the way they handled it now is fine. But in general, I think it's something that's a little overdone. But I still think they did a did a fine job with it. Is, is, dead, is dead Sokolov, is that just like her conscience? Is it just with her conscience? It has to be. That's it, what it's I like, thought. Because he, I think he said it. Like, I can't tell you any... I, this is not yeah he says I'm dead dead Alex yeah I'm not real Alex it's just whatever her that's brain that's just what I'm under the impression of right there was a blue filter on that on those scenes very blue there was but that but that's the only I'll give it to him only one but that was my main main dislike you said you couldn't figure out anything really yeah really nothing really stuck out stuck out to me um HBO, liked, dropping I, a big W. Yeah, you could say that. I liked the cast. Um, mm-hmm. I want to know why Jada hates Cassie. True. There's some hashtag bad blood there. One of my predictions is why, but I'll save that. Save it for now? You want to switch over? I think it's time. Let's go right into it. All right. Our segment now, we're going to predict mm-hmm. what's going to happen in the future episodes of Flight Attendant. I, th- I think Jada doesn't like Cassie. Okay. Because Cassie slept with Nate. And I think Jada may have been going out with Nate. Could be. I uh, think did that you think of is that? A... No. I, because, it's a possibility. Because I didn't really think about Nate as a very important character. I know. But he is in another episode. Right. So it gives, Maybe him, we... it gives him some room. Maybe he'll... I don't know. Hey. I, can get, I can get down with that, though. That, that, that makes pretty good sense. I don't think, like, it's anything 
outside of the realm of that, like anything too crazy serious. Yeah. Um, I mean, this this Cassie's trying to, you know, run away from being framed for murder. Like it seems like uh, if she, if her, uh, Jada and Nate, if they were together and Nate cheated on her, that that's like the smallest <laughs> thing in the world right now. But it could be, could be the reason. All right, uh, I got one more, but you go next. Okay, I want to know what you think about this mysterious third person. Um, any any thoughts on who who that person might be? I have a couple of ideas, um, but want to want to open it to you first. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it's anybody we've met yet. I no, think, I think we still have to be introduced to who it is. Could be because. Based off of the people we met, I don't see anybody else being with them. Mm-hmm. That, but that's just what I think. Do you have okay. any idea? I think it's right now. I, I've got three potential, um, three potential ideas. So, so Cassie thinks that it's a woman. Yeah. Um. Think it might my be a dude. my number one thought is that it is not a woman <laughs> i was thinking that before before we started the episode mm-hmm. but if it is a uh, potential woman that are it could be is um there was a woman who calls the front desk in the bangkok hotel saying i had a meeting with alex yeah in the morning that's true. so we don't know who that. she is but she's the the woman who triggers the domino effect that leads to the uh, the housekeeping lady yeah. finding the body. So she's presumably important. And while we don't know anything about Alex, she's probably involved in whatever he may have been involved in. If maybe he was like a spy or something, who who the heck knows? Uh, yeah. Now that you bring that up, I'm I'm just thinking. The person that called saying that, like, they had a meeting with Alex, now I'm thinking, like, maybe he was into something illegal, Mm. and, like, since that person that called, maybe they were there, too, Mm -hmm. and they, like, they know that it happened, since, like, they weren't there when Cassie woke up, so maybe they know that it happened, and then they're going to save Cassie from, like, the authorities. And then Cassie's mm-hmm. going to end up, like, doing something other than being a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What about what about the, the big overarching theory that Alex is, like, some assassin and <laughs> Cassie did kill him? And it's like, oh, you did us a service for killing this really bad guy. You're on the sun. I, I, it could be. Maybe but he's on, like, America's top most wanted or something. <laughs> he seemed like a good guy, though. And he, he was in first class. I don't think if you're in if you're most wanted, you'd be able to <laughs> get on a flight. But who knows? He could have faked his Your documents. Point. Um, my second guess about who this woman that uh, Cassie thought it was, uh, I think it could have been Megan. I think Megan. And that's uh... what she was telling the authorities when she said, all right. Listen, uh, here's what I want to tell you. So she could have been there and knew that Cassie was blackout drunk. Um, even if it was for a little bit of time during that night that she was with Alex, they could have just crossed paths with yeah. with her. 
who the heck knows. Because they were out right. eating. Right. Um, yes, they were out, out and about in the in the city of Bangkok. Who the heck knows they, they, who they could have come across before they went back to, to the hotel room. Why are flight attendants not allowed to like hang out with people that fly with the airline? Um, I don't know. I guess it just creates like a maybe like, conflict of interest or something. Maybe they don't want to hand out like discounts or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the truth as well. Them. I mean, it's also just like kind of inappropriate. These are the people that you're like yeah. working for at the time, but I don't really know. All right. Here's my last theory. Oh, you got to let me let me say my third person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, third person. I don't know why I thought you had two. Okay. Go. Mystery man. Mystery man. Who I think is the most likely. You There's think? a part in the montage where Alex and Cassie are in their hotel room, in his hotel room, and like I'm pretty sure you see one of them open the door and they like look at the camera as if somebody's walking into the hotel room and they're like, hey, and there's an old man's arm with a blue bottle, the same blue bottle that's shattered on the floor in by the bedside that's covered in blood, presumably the murder weapon in this case, who the heck knows. Um, But I'm pretty sure there's like an old guy's arm unless it's like, unless it was room service bringing it and then it was Alex's arm that was holding it could have been that but i think there was like an older guy who was there and that was the third person who brought them whatever this blue bottle of whatever alcohol and that's that's who my who my mystery person is i i am going to stand ground that it's a guy and not a woman i see where you're coming from but in her, like in that little blurry flashback of like there being a third person, it did look like the outline of a girl with long hair and a dress. But it could, in that it, last flashback, yes. yeah. But it could be completely wrong because it's mm-hmm. all coming back to her. Yep, I see where you're coming from. I like it. But that's my grand, uh, my grand theory. That it is not a woman; is actually a man who we have yet to meet. So, I have. A theory uh-huh. that Cassie killed her dad. Ooh. So she mentioned that he was dead. Yes, she the, did. That's the, a good point. There was the flashbacks of like her shooting the deer. Mm-hmm. I'm think that there was the flashbacks of her drinking her first drink with her dad while they were hunting. Yeah. Dead deer. My prediction is that when she was a kid, she got drunk, accidentally shot her dad. Wow. Or, On a hunting trip? Yeah, hunting trip going wrong, maybe. Um, or it might not have anything to do with the hunting trip, but the reason I'm thinking this is because she went to go clean up the scene. She also, <laughs> like, she that was, like, her first instinct. She right. was hyperventilating, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of people would do that. Well, yeah. Um, she, I don't, I don't know. There, I, I just, based off of her saying that her dad is dead with no context, that's what ticked me off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. That's it's what, very. She throws it in there very briefly when she has a conversation with me. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's a good point. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think that that would be very spicy if there was like an accident. 
that she was involved with in the past and this is like a triggering offense i think personally it's just her flashing back to the murder of an animal yeah that's what i was Um, thinking too you could also think that uh, there's the detail that the other flight attendants talk to her about how she adopts all these animals yeah. So clearly she's very anti-hunting. So something put her over the edge that made her not want to hunt and want to protect animals instead. Uh, and it may have just been that first murder of the deer that she she performed that we see in the flashbacks. But if she did kill her dad in a hunting accident, I'd be totally here for it because that's a really interesting plot line. Yeah, that's all the theories I got. Only other thing that I'm wondering is like, what the heck's Annie doing? We don't know enough about her, but... Who's Annie again? Annie is, like, her her friend or former... She says, I love you, and she calls her babe, and it's like, maybe they were together at some point in time. Pretty sure she was in the opening flashback of when uh, Cassie was partying throughout all the different cities in the whenever she would land, so... Yeah. I don't know what her deal is, but she's a lawyer, and presumably she's going to be... Cassie's lawyer, maybe, down the road, because Cassie's going to need a lawyer to get her out of uh, the sticky situation. But, I don't know. She can help an old man with a bloody hand uh, at the at the docks, whatever she was doing the second time Cassie called and she didn't pick up. But who the heck knows? But I think Annie's one of the more interesting characters that we know very little about, and hopefully you'll learn more about her in the next episode. But, uh... That's all I have for That's all predictions. we got. How's about we go into our final segment and decide whether or not we think this show is clear for takeoff or crash landing. Uh, this is the part of the show where we decide whether or not this show is clear for takeoff or crash landing. Like I just said, a clear for takeoff show is a show that uh, will see its end that the director producers uh, desired, i.e. the full run that was it set out to. Um, and a crash landing uh, would be a cancellation of the show mid-series. Now, Sean, there are a lot of shows that get canceled, uh, a lot of new shows that pop up that get canceled. Is this one of those shows? I think this puppy is clear for takeoff i think it's got a good story i think it has a good actress aka kelly kuoko Mm -hmm. um i think this is the right step in the direction for her i think hbo can make it work because they have moolah they got that money um but yeah it's pretty it has a good story it's got good Actors, actresses, and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's got good piano. I like it. I think it's gonna... I think it needs to get its name out there more, even even though it's out already. I don't really recall seeing it anywhere besides, like, it. I think it just won a Grammy. I might be wrong. A not, Grammy. A, not a Grammy. What's it called? <laughs> uh, no. What's it called? Uh, it would be an Emmy. Emmy. I think it wants something. For good reason. Based For off the good reason. But yeah, I like it. I'll probably keep watching it. I'll see if Liz... Liz said that it would... 
I don't think she really liked it that much. I think she just said it was all right, but I'll see if mm-hmm. she wants to keep watching it. She just cool. started Sex in the City. Oh, God. It's, uh, it's, a, it's an oldie, but a goodie, I suppose. <laughs> I've, never, I've never dipped in, but Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, for me, this show is a clear for takeoff from Bangkok to Seoul to New York. Um, it's a great show. And I agree. This is a good a good uh, change for Kaylee Kawoko coming off of 12 seasons of The Big Bang Theory. I was going to um, mention that. <laughs> a more serious... But she... But I like this for this role for her because she still gets to be funny, which she is good at. Yeah. Um, she also has to deal with very serious things like alcoholism and murder and being a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought she has a great performance and I think everybody else in the show does too. I, they... HBO knows how to how to to bill a show, and they set they set up a good cast here. Um, there was a lot of times where I was like, "Ooh, ah!" throughout the show. So, I think uh, I think I'm gonna watch this one. I think I'm gonna figure out what what happened, and I also think that it's not gonna need a very long run. I mean, it's one yeah, murder yeah. that they're gonna need to solve, and then once it's over, it's like, okay, what now? That's the story. Kill another it, person. It could be a two season two-season run that's all they need um so i hope they're able to do it because i want the end of this story to be told because i want to know who the heck did it it's How also did he die? it's also good for kelly kuoko because like she was stuck with big bang for so long yeah but in this she can like actually show off her acting and yep. like just do she's got like a much more wide range of mm-hmm. what she can uh, not what she can do, but like how yeah. she is on the big on the big screen all by herself, and she's got that main role now. Heck yeah, no, she's not stuck behind uh, Bazinga and <laughs> and glasses guy, Danny, whatever whatever his name is, Johnny Galecki. That's his name. Uh, yeah, uh, good show, very uh, very good show. I'm I'm looking forward to, especially you know going through HBO Max, not knowing really what's on the platform. Yeah, I think this is like a great, a great show for somebody who doesn't have HBO Max to like get into um, some of their originals because they're probably going to pump out a lot of good original content because HBO is just uh, crawling with uh, with good TV. Definitely. So, kudos to the flight attendant, Sean. Why don't we uh, Why don't we close out this week's episode and uh, you can tell everybody what we're watching next week. Oh, next week, we got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. John, I already watched it. I'm going to watch it again, so it's fresh in my mind. Okay. No spoilers, but I liked it. It was simple, pretty straightforward. That's good. For me, who has never watched Winter Soldier, who has not seen Falcon in you a movie... You don't really... Uh-huh. Need to. I mean, you could just like go on Google, search up like the background. I really don't want to do that. I don't want to get all the details. All right. But am I gonna get yeah. like mega mega spoiled for the rest of the the Marvel movies that I haven't watched yet that I will yes. want to? Okay. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it, you gotta you do. Want, what you gotta do for the pot. Change it weekend. No, I re- it doesn't no. matter. There's no better show right now to watch than Falcon and 
the the Winter Soldier. And <laughs> if I'm confused, I mean, like I know what happened. A lot of the stuff they talked about in WandaVision, I like at least understand what happened in the in the Marvel movies. But if I'm confused, then I'll just be confused, and that's fine. Um, so yes, look out for that. We're we're bringing that next week. A um, couple thank yous before we get out of here, or before we hear Sean's shower thought. Thank you, Angelo and Andrew, our producers of the show. Thank you for my sister Emily for putting our artwork together. Uh, if you would like to send us a message, you could do so on Twitter at Pilot's Guide Pod or send us an email, pilotsguidepod at gmail.com. Um, that's all that we have for you today before we do the final thing every single week about what Sean thought about in the shower. Sean, what did, did you think about in the shower today? Every day. I'm Every thinking, day. I'm thinking about how I can't wait until the Olympics. I'm, a, I'm an Olympics guy, dude. I love the yeah? Olympics. I think it's so cool how every country comes together. I just, I, mm-hmm. I love it. The pageantry? Dude, I love it. Some just, people are, like, very anti I know. Why, Olympics. Like, why? What, what are they, know. What's there to have against you? Did they ever hurt you? Like, why? What? <laughs> what is there to dislike? It's just a bunch of... Why is this in the Olympics? Like, why not? Yeah. It's something to do. When Learn did, something. When do they start? Uh, not not far away at all. It's July. Let's see. I, I know that's normally when the summer games start. Um, but I'm curious about the actual, like, first... July 23rd. Okay, so that's actually pretty good. I, I'll be on my honeymoon uh, the 19th to the 25th 26th so i'll be back a couple days into um the summer game so i don't know how much of the opening festivities i will catch but i'm always youtube i'm very much excited about uh about the olympics what quick quick top three top three uh favorite olympic events oh man summer basketball obviously yes basketball uh badminton Dude, Ooh. dude, it turns me on. I love that. <laughs> um, oh, man. That's a good one. Table tennis is great. Table tennis is definitely up there. You love... Uh, I don't remember watching soccer the last Olympics. But soccer's not an Olympic sport. Okay, that's I was that's what I was going to say. Is that even in the Olympics? But um, I, I, have, I have no interest in ever using a gun, but I think, like, uh, the... Is it skeet shooting? I think that's like uh, skeet shoot. Yeah, skeet shooting's a thing. Oh wait, hold on. I'm uh, I am wrong. Olympic Soccer sport. is an Olympic sport, so that's cool. Let me see. But hold on. Whatever. I've got to refresh my mind. So I like watching. Wait, why is it saying it says baseball is here? I thought they weren't doing baseball this year. Is it? Did this, I don't did they bring it back. Think so? No, I think the baseball, baseball normally has like softball. the more. That's cool. I know the the a lot of the new sports that they're promoting are like speed climbing yeah. and rock rock climbing stuff, which um, is really cool. Yeah, I think the rock climbing is gonna be really cool. But I also yeah. like watching um the long bike rides and all that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triathlons and decathlons and just a straight up. Long races. I, I you gotta you gotta love like the hundred yard dash or oh, yeah. whatever hundred meter dash, 
swimming is okay. Swimming's a little overblown. Oh, dude, they like swimming to swimming sh- gets me so hyped up. And I love they love the to swimming. show they love to show swimming and gymnastics in the primetime spot and then like nothing else. Dude, it, they like treat swimming like it's like it's like for like best country in the world ever. Mm-hmm. Just like based mm-hmm. off of I don't know. It's just so fun to watch. A, f- a fire one though, an underrated Tell me. Olympic sport, handball. Great one, dude. I gotta I gotta watch that this. Summer. It's not a U.S. sport. We we're awful at handball. It's a very European thing, but I don't even care. They can go. Well, the Olympics get, are coming up, folks. I gotta get my Olympic gear. <laughs> you gotta get I'll your get Olympic the headband gear. and everything. I've got a set of Olympic mittens that I can wear in July. I think I do too. <laughs> we're we're set. Headband would do it though. <laughs> All right. Well, that's folks. Olympic talk. Thank you for uh, being with us today on this uh, on this flight with the the flight attendant of HBO Max. Uh, Sean, where are we? Where are we landing today? Of course, we're landing in Tokyo for the Olympics, John. We're landing in Tokyo for the Olympics. <laughs> Uh, we're not allowed to be there. Wait, but we're only taking the athletes because they just uh, announced no outsiders are welcome. Yeah, so it's all all the best athletes in the world. They're here with us on the, <laughs> on our plane. You athletes, we're talking to you. Uh, on your way out, you may grab a tiny tequila and a bag of mixed nuts to take to your hotel room, which you will not be able to leave until you participate in your athletic event yes and uh we hope you succeed you bring a lot of gold home to the great country of the united states which (laughs) you know i kind of want to take that back but hey hey, hey, hey. (laughs) we're not getting we're not getting into that we're not getting into that um grab the tiny tequilas grab them grab them grab them and uh we'll take off next week with falcon he flies around Flies. And the Winter Soldier, he throws a shield or something. I don't know what he does. No. <laughs> Close. But uh, until then, this has been John and Sean. And uh, now is the part of the time where you may feel free. To roam about the... Cabin. Adios. Adios. See you later. Adios.